You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks. A little, little fishing got done this weekend. Hey? I know. I feel like we have the bulk of today's episode, so, so we should probably start with, with your two boring weekends. Oh, <laughs> oh Erica had a cool oh. one. What'd you do, Erica? Jacob did too. Oh. Yeah, maybe I'm the bulk of the show. Yeah. Uh, I I fished a lot this weekend. Oh yeah, you were at Green River, Blue River, Blue River, Orange River, RGB, uh, Blue River. Yeah, uh, so Tim and I were without kids one night, and we were like, we don't know what to do with ourselves, and so we were like, let's go fishing, and we did. We started out on, um, like, a Blue River kind of public access area, and no, 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 I'm sorry, rewind. Friday night, we went fishing at the neighbor's pond, and... Where you caught the big one that one time? Yes, where Tim caught the big one that one time. You and ca- You caught it. I said the he reeled, he it, reeled in. it in. <laughs> he did the easy part. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. No, I um, do that for my children, too. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> same. Um, so, we were there. Y'all, I can't remember the last time I felt like a bite on my hook. <laughs> like, even after this weekend. We were there. I was casting. Tim was catching. The kids had, like, little worms, and they were catching little um, sunfish and bluegill and whatnot anyways i ended up leaving with the kids and then tim texts me this picture of this like four pound bass that he pulls out right after i leave and i was like screw you cool heck yeah tim yeah so then on saturday we go to blue river i'm casting casting don't catch anything and then we go to another point that's like a um it's like three to four feet but it also has um like rapids and stuff and tim's like throwing in rock bass rock bass rock bass. i can't catch anything and he's like do you want to use my pole here use my lure and i'm like no jacob does that to me i'm so <laughs> i'm so stubborn hey little buddy like, here you go pal use my setup i need to figure this out for myself so i never caught anything oh okay again <laughs> i should have just used his stayed pole. stubborn <laughs> yeah i stayed stubborn the whole time and i never caught anything that's all right you figured out. Yeah, Did you talk to Tim about what he was doing right and try to figure it out? Or uh, yeah, I think he had a different lure that they liked, and I was using this like white little shad fish with a red eye, mm. and he was using like a green pumpkin like creature looking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, in the Blue River. Yeah, little beaver, crawfish. 
Oh, he was using a crawfish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Gosh dang it. You should have thrown one on, dude. I know. But I was like, no. Now that you've asked me, <laughs> now that you're trying to help me, I will figure this out on How my own. How big was the white lure? Like like that. So it was small? Like yeah. Grab. Huh. Should have gotten something. Like the sunfish and stuff would go after that. Yeah. Well, here we are. Not for Erica. Not holding your mouth right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what y'all do? You guys had luck, right? We did, yeah. Jacob, do you have anything to add before we take off? Because <laughs> like these, these, we get pity, we get pity minutes. You get your so pity. Get, you get, get these your stories in real quick. Clean up time over here. Yeah, have we. I mean, I fished every day all weekend. A um, couple days at the pond, just hour here kind of thing, because we were going out to pick up the kids or eat dinner or whatever, and catching a lot of smaller fish. If you see my post and go wild, I talked about they're a little bit overstocked. That kind of that 10 to 12 inch size mm. so it's time for a fish fry i gotta go get some of those fish out because remember when we were there the other day and i caught that one fish that was it could have been like a four pound fish but it was thin out yeah, yeah it's like hollowed out and i think those since i'm catching so many of the smaller fish that they are out eating and out competing the bigger fish like they're just getting to the food oh. faster so gotta get some of those guys out of there it's supposed to take like 25 pounds per acre <coughs> out a year anyways and so were that. you fishing dry flies no i was i was using a big 10 inch power power worm you said it was like dry fly yeah time so of year. that last night the bluegill were going crazy just busting the top of the water i mean just fly anglers dream and i thought because at one point i brought my worm in and there was something on my worm and i look at it and it's like a a hatching dragonfly or damselfly. And so I thought maybe that was just going crazy. It was, it rained and the humidity was high. So I thought that was just like a perfect scenario for that. But then when I went up to the house, I see clouds of bugs in the air. And then all over the cars are these little flying ants, mm. little winged ants. And so I think oh. they were, mm. they were mating in air. And then falling in the pond, and that's what they were going crazy for. Mm. So it wasn't actually the dragonflies like I thought, but yes. A fly rod would have been – you would have gotten tired of catching fish. Mm. All right, Dan. Yeah. Go ahead, so, show us up. So this was our – we were going to – we were thinking about doing steelhead fishing. We planned out a weekend, got everyone's schedule clear for steelhead fishing. And then we kind of realized this would be a week after Send It Slam. We'd all be wiped. You guys are going to Florida to ICAST next weekend? This uh, week? Tomorrow morning. Oh, geez. So, yeah, Steelhead would have been. I'm also, glad we didn't do that. Where we were going to go, like, all of the word around town is it's, like, shoulder to shoulder this time of year and stuff. So, it's just brutal. Like, it wouldn't have been a whole lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, when that stuff opens up, and then there's people <coughs> who get territorial. And yeah. Like, and just, just, I didn't hear harsh it. my mellow. <laughs> yeah, I talked yeah. to someone on Go Wild about up there that fishes that and he's like now is not the time <laughs> and Dang I, it. are you talking about i cast no sorry uh that'd be the steelhead up oh, in nor- oh, northern okay. indiana yeah okay. that was what dan's talking about we like months ago like we even got like eight weight fly rods and like got ready but it just the closer we got the more information we got it was like mm. not the move so yeah so Braden got himself a new kayak so we took the kayak up the Ohio about a mile something like that ish from that boat ramp at the uh Clark House redacted 
It's a the boat ramp. <laughs> it's just like a, if you talk about the location on the river, like it's not hard to figure yeah, out where you yeah. went. And we went. And it was just a put in. Like we didn't really like fish there. Yeah, yeah. this is a public river. And yeah. then we went to the Falls of the Ohio, and Falls of the Ohio is a where they've diverted the Ohio River around a natural waterfall, which is why Louisville is where it is. But so there's kind of this. The river's redirected, and then they release a small amount of water into this section um, that uh, fish will swim upstream and get into that oxygenated, cooler water. And um, on either side of where the water's released, there's these fossil beds. uh, And most of the fishers, fishermen walk up on going upstream on the left side. And since we were kayaking, and we could get on the other side, and we had that side to ourselves, and just had ourselves a ball yeah there's like not a soul over there there's like packed on the other side was, where everyone can you can where me and you went i was gonna ask was it crowded on the other side yeah there's a ton of people there's even a dude over there freaking like spear fishing like yeah for a while what? like we weren't catching away. fish and this guy's just over gigging. there just like funk. yeah <laughs> on a rock pulling out. out in the middle just like, he was on the shore just yeah. no well he had like he navigated himself closer to the middle kind of like he was probably the closest to where we were he was still like probably 30 or 40 yards from like the closest point to us. Um, but he was like out in the water, kind of like where the rapids were on these big rocks and just freaking into these pools, just hammering. You know, what's crazy about carp. that? Yeah. You have, you can only do that with certain species. So you'd have to be able to identify it in the water yeah. before well, you stick it. Dude, identifying the black drum from the carp in the water. I would assume that those are both like giggable bow fishable fish because you've got like the asian carp that are like yeah they're like invasive and all this stuff so like they actually ask you if you do catch them like just throw them up on the shore or kill them like because it's such a bad situation there but i mean we were even talking this morning i've been telling everybody we were catching black drum but what Jacob has told us is that the basically the black drum and this buffalo like basically the same fish except for their mouth um and I was even talking to Phil yesterday about being down there and he's like this old his like maybe great grandpa or something would tell him about catching perch down there and I was like what he's like yeah we need to go fish the the pools down there for perch and he's like, they're this black, like dark color with a weird mouth or something like that. So he was talking about drum. So I don't know. It's like a real confusing thing down there. But um, yeah, we, we ended up catching almost one of everything you can pull out of there <laughs> or at least one of. On all sorts of lures. Yeah, you all had yeah. some gar. So some pictures of gar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you guys caught a buffalo yep. and cut it up for gar bait. Oh, that was a drum. Oh, that, that was, was the drum. drum I caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, so uh, Derek caught a gar on that. Did you catch a gar on? I just hooked a gar. I didn't, which I didn't listen to Derek's instructions. He was like, he had this like very specific way of landing a gar. It was like you use this meat, you throw it out there. You basically like sight fishing. And so you see them, throw it in, and then you kind of you see them grab the meat and the hook, and they just kind of take it for a walk, and they just like go real slow with it. And he said, you let them go do that for like a minute. You count to 60 seconds in your head and then you set the hook because they like are slowly, they're slowly taking more and more of it over the minutes that you can set the hook. If you, if you pull it before then, it's just right out of their mouth. And that's what happened to me. I 
used to catching other fish and so i saw him on it and i was like <laughs> yeah i got lucky i caught a gar on a hard body crankbait and i saw it go for it and set the hook and caught a treble hook right between yeah. the very tip just perfectly right in and the hook went all the way through its mouth and uh so super lucky i couldn't do that again if i tried because i could feel the bone on either side and it was just right in the middle about half inch in there's people that fish with what's called a rope flies for, i've seen those car. No yeah just get stuck in their teeth yeah it just gets wrapped up in their their teeth yeah i've heard about that they're weird animals man they yeah they have teeth all right they have yeah. teeth yeah. Like, how was it like reeling it in when you were because you just got your kayak was that hard or were they oh, just they weren't like very big? we should explain that we more used our kayaks as like transportation oh so you got spot, off and then we just like pulled them up onto the rocks yeah. and then okay. it was like you're basically like a rock penguin just like hopping from <laughs> little oh, rock sections okay. to another but the freaking water it would be really shallow in spots that you have to like navigate to like dry rocks where you can actually stand and fish mm-hmm. like the slickest substance on earth incredibly like, slick 100 year snot literally dude yeah. like uh derek was wearing felt bottoms and he was falling down i saw dan <laughs> we were me and brad and derek it was probably you know 12 15 we're sitting there and finishing up eating some sandwiches just sitting on the rocks all three of us like where's dan we happen to turn and we look and he's up in this spot where we ended up like catching a lot of fish but he had navigated his way up to this spot and you know super slick rock and we turn and all of a sudden like a cartoon character you just see dan's feet <laughs> go above his head and they're like facing away and i'm like well while they're eating lunch i'm gonna get and you guys probably what 100 we're yards far. away 200 yeah, yards away so so i'm like well i'm gonna go up there and fish and i'm walking up there and i can see they're all facing down river just talking or whatever and my legs just go up like <laughs> flat on my butt legs in the air <laughs> And I turn and look, and I'm like, please don't be looking. And all three of them are just like, <laughs> I mean, it was within yeah. like two or three seconds of us turning and looking at him and be like, what's Dan doing? Yeah, so I had to give the old heads up. You're like, did he just die? And then five minutes later, I'm reeling in a big uh, buffalo yeah. and holding it up as a trophy. None of them are looking. <laughs> of course, like no one's watching And there's me. no way you can get our attention. It's yeah. so loud. Yeah, I like, take a picture and text it. So, uh, yeah, that was one of two times I've. I busted butt and my legs muscles like just trying to balance yeah. and mm. and all that I was using muscles in my leg I was sore the next day from it was it was treacherous and every now and then you know it's the Ohio River and there's junk in it and stuff up by the dam there was like some sharp rebar <laughs> that's yeah, like dude, just sketchy it was a little bodies. sketch yeah yeah just car bodies. parts well Derek was that's saying the normal. bodies show up in Evansville <laughs> so that's what he told us he would know firefighter EMT uh, yeah but where Dan actually fell kind of made me nervous because it was like, I mean, you were probably five feet from water moving as fast as water moves. Yeah. And, uh, but that is where Derek had just come back from there when we were eating lunch and he's like visibly shaking like his hands. What? Derek? We're doing this number and we're like, what happened, man? He's like, dude, like up there like we got to go back up there like i gotta eat fast and get back up there like, i gotta would settle myself just got out of a firefight he, yeah he's going i'm outgunned i'm outgunned yeah man. he literally was saying that <laughs> i'm outgunned like, for what's going on up there out of <laughs> so he i showed jacob i showed jacob a video of where we were fishing but he was the first one that navigated up onto like this ledge kind of like where the water like 
comes off of from the dam and he walked all the way across and it's like water that's about an inch deep most of the way but then you end up being able to get just like a foot you know inches from where the water's moving really fast and you can throw your lure out into this incredibly fast water like the average person would be like there's no fish in there it's moving way too fast Mm -hmm. it's it's like a freaking rapids and um he said he had something bite his hook and then just go just start running downstream so the fish had the power of the water behind it it's a heavy fish it's a strong fish and so it just starts just taking his line taking his line taking his line finally uh gets off and uh he's like oh my gosh that was like had to be a huge striper which is what we were uh, like ideally targeting yeah uh and so he ends up coming down and telling us all about that. So after lunch, we all like, kind of... That's what he was like, I'm outgunned, I'm outgunned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we're Here. thinking we're going to catch something, you know, small or whatever. Yeah. Well, then we go up there and um, end up, we finally land. Derek finally lands. Like, same thing happens. Boom, hits, takes off, and his line's going... His rod is full on bent down he's like fighting it looks like a deep sea fishing situation and so we're like get it out of the current get it out of the current gets it over to the side to keep it you know uh-huh. that's one force like moving away from you working against you and so he's working getting it in reeling reeling letting it run reeling letting it run finally gets it in and we think the only reason he ended up getting it in was because he kind of like foul hooked it kind of like in the gills a little mm. bit um, but it was this huge, uh, that one was actually a huge black drum and just super heavy, huge, like little water tank yeah. just taken off down the, so then we're paying attention and in the water you're seeing these, it's either drum or, um, Buffalo jumping up. Oh. Like, I mean, in this crazy water and they're huge fish. So we're like, okay, now that's, that's what we're doing. And so we started <laughs> figuring out where like every other cast be getting just like hammered. And so I'm up there with my bait caster. Um, I had like a floral leader and then like, I guess it was like 20 pound braid or something like that. And I'm casting, casting, talking crap to Derek because like I'm I'm not getting as many bites as he is. I'm like, what are you doing? Da, da, da. So I finally threw on what he had. And it was actually those like kaitsu or like. Kaitech. Kaitech. Um, like these <clears throat> the white swim bait, swim bait kaitech. And um finally get one hammered starts taking off and i hadn't let my drag up so i'm like clicking the release on my baitcaster and it's like taking tons of line and i'm like clicking it again trying to like horse it and it's about to like pull the rod and reel out of my hand so i'm like derek i don't know what to do (laughs) because like whenever i click it i mean it's like there's no like uh drag coming out i mean it's just like a brick wall and so then i'm like you know trying not to lose my rod so then i click it again and then it takes off real fast stop i'm like i'm gonna lose all my line i don't know what to do he's he's like i don't know either like just try to reel it in and so i'm reeling boom it breaks takes all my line off my reel (laughs) but yeah so oh no yeah you can't adjust the drag on it you can you can i just like no i mean like while you're yeah you can i was just like freaking out like not thinking one more thing to compute right yeah yeah. and like having a fish that big on was crazy uh, so then we switched, like me and Derek just started switching back and forth with his route and reel, but he ended up landing, he landed at least one buffalo, 
maybe two, and then a black drum as well up there. Um, I had a blue cat and a buffalo for the day. Um, I've, when you said your story earlier, I corrected you from you said it was a black a buffalo, and I told you it was a drum. Oh, it was actually right. the other way around because that was the one that has the weird mouth. Yes. Um, the so sucker. that was. But that I just literally got lucky catching that one. Like you just kind of feel it, like kind of nibble the hook, and I just set it real quick. Yeah. Um, I had a million nibbles, but I only caught one fish because you had to get so lucky with the timing. Yeah. Of like, when you have the current on the water, like there's a lot of variables. I caught that one like kind of in a pool, like where there was like the way the fossil beds are is just wild. Like you have kind of water draining all different directions, and you find these like big pools. And there's, you can just see tons of them. I mean, 50 of them at a time. I mean, it would be, you know, a foot deep, and we'd be kayaking through, and all of a sudden you just see all the, you know, You're 20 fish going through this one-foot-deep water. Wow. Uh, it was kind of surprising they could survive, I thought, with the water, because the water was like 85 degrees. Yeah, it was warm. Yeah. yeah. Um, People both just very oxygenated, time. though. Yeah. 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 But I did catch a striper. I caught yeah, it on a hybrid. Uh, hybrid. Yeah. On just, y'all just one for the group? Yep. Just one. And right. I caught it on top water. And no one no saw kidding. it because. No I mean, I took pictures look. of it. Uh, was that the one where you turned around? Oh, and they no. Were no, no, this oh. was like after Brad had left. Yeah. Uh, and I was down in another section because I had a similar story where I had that from that mystery tackle box, that headbanger mm-hmm. that had like the articulated tail, like second cast with it. I was. They were like at where the dam release was, casting into the water and then reeling up. I was halfway down that dam release, casting up into it and then letting it drift and then swinging it out, out of the current and then reeling it back. And second cast, cast it up, strong bite. I see the water, the the water flow of the dam is moving so quick that usually I'll just follow the line down. The line cuts through the water downstream like jaws like wake coming off the water it's ripping through the water so quick i just watch it cut 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 i was the same situation and had my drag set this is the first big fish i would had for the day uh but yeah so cut 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 hit hit my reel where the drag was too high and just instantly popped right mm. where the mono hit the braid just whoop, boop, and i was like all right well there it goes lure. Who, who tied the line to line Oh, okay. It was, it was it was your it was your <laughs> uh, not your failed? not failed. Uh, I wanted to make Dang. sure we got that on the record. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then I I tied on a high a twenty pound monofilament that I had from my eight weight, and then I did a top water. I was like, well, let's see if this works because it was my the top water was my largest lure, and I'm like a big fish use a big lure, and I was thinking it was going to be way too choppy and white for anything to see this on the surface and i saw this top water go down striper just comes up and whoop, grabs i'm like oh so nice cool wow. was that one crazy to like reel in or was it pretty no it was pretty it was it was pretty close to me it was probably only 10 foot away so there wasn't much room for it to bite it wasn't like uh you know casting for the drum you'd let the water take it down yeah almost to you're out of line and then you'd start reeling it in so you you'd get huge fights and you'd be pulling them around rocks and over rocks this this one wasn't uh was not bad are you guys are you guys using like really lightweight lures that float on the water i i feel like if i'm not using like a weedless plastic thing i'm always just getting it stuck on the rocks out there 
Is that yeah? Um, well, the good thing is is that that fossil bed is almost all rock, mm-hmm. so you're rarely getting hooked up. And when you are, you're hooking into rock, so you just let a little line out, and it'll come mm-hmm. back over the rock. There's no weeds, no branches. Yeah, nothing's really can stay there. Yeah. On the side where all the people were bank fishing and stuff, mm-hmm. that's where like me and Jacob went, and we probably lost like. 10 or 15 lures in the span of two hours because oh, it's wow. like more riprap underneath and it's okay. just like it just eats lures if you let it get down too deep but we were using basically like i had a i was using an umbrella hook with like just a, a normal okay. paddle like white paddle tail on it and for the second half of the day for the first half of the day i used one lure the whole time which i was proud of because i had hiked so far from my kayak where i left it that I didn't even bring my tackle bag, and I was like, crap. I had just, like, a white paddle tail on white spinnerbait and um, used that. I got a ton of bites. That's what I caught the um, uh, uh, buffalo on and got a bunch of bites on it, but I never landed anything else. And then I finally, after that buffalo took it, it, like, bent my spinnerbait and all this stuff, so I ended up just using one of Derek's, like, umbrella hooks and switched it up, but... But, yeah, I was really worried about, like, it getting too far down, mm-hmm. which is why I was using that spinnerbait. But I think that part of getting it, like, in that current and letting it get a little deeper yeah. was part of the the success. Because you were talking about um, you were looking for those, was it blue cats? And then you were fishing underneath to catch that guard. Yeah, I was watching <coughs> Kentucky Afield did a <coughs> segment. And while I was eating lunch, I pulled it up on the YouTube. So I was watching their tactics. And, you know, the, the Kentucky Field is Kentucky Fish and Wildlife's TV program that's really good. Uh, Jacob's been on it. Um, Famous. And uh, uh, they were saying that you Thanks. look for the drum and the buffalo that are popping through the water. And where they're stacked up, usually the predator fish are underneath them. So I started putting on a crankbait, a deep diving crankbait, and I was getting a lot of bites. Couldn't get any hookups, but getting a lot of bites on that. So if I go, well, when we go back, um, that'll probably be my new strap. Did y'all use those those bucktails at all? I did not. I didn't even bring my fly rod because... No, it's not a fly. Yeah, I almost tied it on. It was weighted. Oh, did you not share them you, with anyone else? No, <laughs> I remember this now because I was eating lunch. Yeah. Or you were eating lunch and I had just come over. Yeah. And Dan's like, hey, do you want to put on this uh, this thing that Jacob tied? And I was like, no. <laughs> and it was no <laughs> offense. It was no offense. It's because we were up in the fast moving water and we were using the umbrella hooks to like get them down underneath. What are you talking about umbrella hooks? That's that's what they are. They're, they're called umbrella hooks. They're like the white. They have the white weight up top a jig head no it's called an umbrella hook. Mm. oh i'm i'm eager Ooh. to see this Ooh. i'm eager to see this who's right who's wrong stay tuned well, people. i mean i an umbrella rig is one thing but it's it's big with multiple yeah spin baits on it i know or oh swim baits on it. now that's what it Google looks like a little mobile me. in a crib <clears throat> yeah like yeah, yeah that's what you had no it's not what he was throwing oh i think he's no. It doesn't matter. He doesn't can't matter. find oh, it. Is. Google is not was returning the, anything. Was it the jig head with the blade on it? No. The Roadrunner like he was using? Nope. Okay. Anyways, those bucktails. <laughs> you guys should have thrown the freaking Brain, bucktails. Brain's going to make us wipe this whole podcast. <laughs> starting over. I don't know. The files got deleted. <laughs> <laughs> you should have thrown the bucktails. 
Well, give me my bucktails back. I'm going to go down there and catch them all. <laughs> yeah, I have them in my, my tackle. I almost did once, but I had the the uh, yes. the white paddle tail. Uh, oh, who's right? Yeah, that's, no. that's still for an umbrella rig. It's just a that. jig head. Yeah, it's just a jig head. But those are exactly what I was using, and it says umbrella. Show the camera. The yeah, but this—that's that right there—is meant to go on one of those wire things. Okay. That's, Show the camera, people, what you got. No, it's just—it's a swim bait jig it's head. A swim bait jig head. Yeah, just swim bait jig head. Also known as an the umbrella. The package says umbrella. It just head. didn't come with the umbrella rig. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Poor buddy. I'm glad Damn I'm not. <laughs> I'm glad Jacob can't tie a knot. Brayden doesn't yeah, know his fishing Yeah, What shade can we throw at you guys? Well, I can't catch anything because I'm too stubborn. Yeah, but Noah's a good Oh, weekend. and you slipped and fell, so yay. I slipped yeah. and fell. <laughs> and so we're all doorknobs. <laughs> yeah. Just a table full of doorknobs. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we make no apologies for our amateurism. Well, we need to go back, and yeah. I think um, we've watched the one guy catch a lot of yeah. hybrids fly fishing out in a certain spot. I don't know. Con- I don't ever remember context for where he was where you guys Dude, were i do from any being of that there, stuff when uh, being there with you and then being there where we were at it's like directly in the middle i have no idea how it gets to that yeah, spot he, he's got a he's got a path because he's yeah. always out there when but I've that's seen part him. of the secret like he i i, I would be scared to he to has a water path that he knows I, yeah basically. i got on a zoom call that he did talking about how to fish the falls of the ohio and he he like circled areas, yeah. but he never talked about which way he gets out there because it's and people asked. That's the secret, dude. <laughs> because walking out there any more than like three feet in the water How did he figure is so it out? sketchy. There's all these channels and yeah. there's these weird crater things mm-hmm. that will all of a sudden it's like a three foot drop, but yeah. you see both sides of it. Like it's it's very weird. Yeah. All right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut it loose. So next time. Taking the bucktail jigs, yeah, fixing your knots. <laughs> we're going to get down there and find those hybrids. Erica, we're going to teach you how to fish. Thank God. <laughs> All right, y'all. Dan Hood, Erica Johnson, Braden Ware, Jacob Knight. Log the show and go wild. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.